got on the phone and I yeah. told them that I want to put a sale order. Mm. And when I put it in, within three minutes, mm. someone somewhere purchased those shares. Mm. I was hooked then. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Um, so... Welcome to what we're now calling it, the, the Investment Candle Podcast. Yeah. My name is Chipiwa Mjerene. Uh, I'll start by introducing myself in terms of what I do. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a good way to start. I'm not alone. Uh, you'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll hear him in a moment. Sure. Um, as I've already said, my name is Chipiwa Mjerene. Yeah. I work in private equity space. I've got uh, also experience in asset management. And I started my career in auditing. Yeah. So that's just a bit about myself. I really love investments. And yeah, this is why we started this. But like I said, I'm not alone. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. No, thanks, Chief. Uh, my name is Nico. And um, I'm actually not in the investment world currently. Yeah. My, my current occupation is is in the tech world. Yeah. So I apply my trade in the tech world. And you might be asking yourself, where does it <laughs> fit into all of this? I yeah. do have investment experience, but not in the formal sense. Yeah. Um, in like my investment experience comes from my own private investing. Yeah. So I've had to actually take my own money and actually do that, learn that uh, YouTube. And yeah, at the moment, I'm in the tech space. I work yeah. for one of the biggest e-commerce uh, firms in Africa. Yeah. And But before that, I, like you, I did accounting and <laughs> I did a bit of time. And I, I feel like my circle is full of accounting people, man. <sighs> you got to enlarge your circles, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got to enlarge it, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. But, like, but quite similar to you, um, I have an auditing uh, experience and an auditing background. Yeah. I started off in the public service. So yeah. auditing in the public service, you can somewhat join uh, the dots to see where I actually did my articles. I didn't finish my articles, yeah. um, but I abandoned them and then I continued my investing. And yeah, so this is where we are. This is where we find ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, man. I, I, I think uh, it's, it's good to kind of give the color in terms of why we started this podcast, yeah. right? Yeah. I'll take a first step at it and sure. then you, we're more than happy for you to to jump in. Um, yeah. I think really the idea was just to kind of share mm. um, the investment ideas and yeah. kind of bring to the streets what's out there professionally, right? Yeah. And uh, make sure that um, any man in the street kind of understand this language of investment mm. and how they can actually access it. Because I think it's always the biggest question. Yeah. I always get asked, where can I invest? What can I invest in, right? And I think we've learned a thing or, a thing or two have. in terms of how we can do that. I mean, just jumping on to what you said about people always asking. I remember once I got a call yeah. midnight from a chap <laughs> from the Eastern Cape. Uh-huh. Calling me to ask what share should I buy tomorrow when it, when markets open. Open. Yeah. What share should I and this was 12 o'clock. <laughs> so like what you're saying, it's like it's real. Yeah. And and this person here does not come from a financial background. Mm. In fact, yeah, the formal sense of shareholding and shares and investments seen on TV. Yeah. So no, I, th I think it's absolutely powerful that we've got the investment candle. Mm. Hopefully, hopefully we're gonna light the way as a candle does yeah. in the investment world. Hopefully people can learn and join us in the journey. Mm. And I'm, ex I'm excited for it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited too. I think we, we're going to have some interesting conversations. It's going to be good. 
around us. Um, so maybe just to get started, yeah. like I, I, I was thinking about this last night, um, mm. and I think just to what 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 have been your your investment journey? Um, Mm. Like, like, what did you start, and what kind of um, initiated the ideas to have this interest in investments? And yeah. by investments, I mean anything that you you've embarked on in order yeah. to kind of gain some yeah. um, some money on that. It's quite interesting. Um, the word investment is very big. Mm. The investment world is very large. But yeah. how I got started, um, it was shareholding. So uh, actually purchasing of shares in listed companies. Yeah. Uh, but my first uh, listed company, it was not even a listed company. It was mm. a subset of a listed company. Yeah. And that was, I think it was Vodacom, Yebo Yetu. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So that, that was a BE scheme. Yeah, those are uh, old times. Right? Old times, yeah. In fact, I think- Are like, we trying to reveal our ages here? Yeah? No, no. <laughs> we can, we can. I have no issue with my age. I have no issue with my age. Um, and yeah. I think it also just, uh, it, it hits, it also helps my credibility because yeah. I can say that I've been investing for more than 10 years. Yeah, you've got experience, um, some experience under the belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it started off with my dad. Mm. Um, I've got three brothers mm. and he purchased Vodacom Yebo Year 2 shares for us. Yeah. Um, 2,500 each for us three. Mm. So me, my little brother, and my older brother. Mm. And that's the first entrance into the formal market uh, that we got. Yeah. Um, but we didn't really know about it. Yeah. We just heard that it's actually happening. Mm. Uh, and then where it really, really, where I became woke, yeah. oh, when it hit me, it was when I was in varsity. Um, I went to UJ and yeah. uh, my was it was it business business studies or commerce? What yeah. if, one of the two? Yeah. Um, my lecturer he told me to go beyond the classroom. Yeah. And because I was blessed to have done my education in Johannesburg, I was close to the Johannesburg Stock Exchange. Yes, yes, yes. So I went there. I and remember I always wanted to to be in the JSE building. Man. Really? Yeah, like I've always wanted to be in that in that space because they used to always have this event when I was in varsity, yeah. but because I was stationed in Cape Town, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never really got a chance to kind of attend. You see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it was a blessing because mm. I know there are many people like us who wanted to actually go and see this place. Yeah. The, the picture that I had in my mind of a, of, of a stock exchange was people screaming out everywhere. And yeah. so I got a chance to not see that, but I, because it was really formalized <laughs> and it was technology based. Yeah. So people can do all their trading um, all over the world uh, remotely. Mm. But going back to the story that um, I went there and I and I realized that um, my my dad actually purchased the shares mm. and I asked him basically to take them over to commandeer it basically, yeah. and uh, I sold those shares. So mm. over about a ten year period, mm. from two thousand five hundred rand, and I ended up selling them for seven thousand five hundred rand, mm. which is nice. That's a I proper mean, gain. Yeah. Over ten years, which yeah. which is very very nice. And I remember the way it happened even. I spoke to the broker on the phone and I yeah. told them that I want to put a sell order. Mm. And when I put it in, within three minutes, mm. someone somewhere purchased those shares. Mm. I was hooked then. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Um, so uh, imagine like a, a system on which you can actually invest 7,500, mm. but we're going to speak about the mechanics of yeah. it. Put in 2,500 rand and get back 7,500 yeah. over 10 years, which is very, very important. Mm. The time period is important. Yeah. Uh, so that's how initially it started. But I'm mm. keen to hear about how it started for you as well. Yeah, I think mm. for me, what, what really started is... Um, I'll have to go back to high school, man. High school, eh? Yeah. For me, it really started there. Um, I, I was torn between choosing between um, the CA program and uh, 
and the, the actuary program. I mean, it's always It's like usually <laughs> the case. And folks from Limpopo who are smart, that's the route. <laughs> yeah, and then I yeah. had a discussion with a couple of people yeah. and um, I was like, no, man, CAs are more prone to be businessmen. Yeah. They're more prone to be walking into um, boardroom and stuff like that. Mm. And that's where I, I, I got um, the interest to be a business person, mm. right? And then when I came to UCT, um, I did the the investment challenge, the JSC investment I challenge. I did it as well. <laughs> I also did that thing. <laughs> Man, that thing got me hooked to yes. a point where every single morning I'm there checking like, okay, how is my portfolio moving? Yes. What can I add? What Do can you I remember reduce? your portfolio? Um, <laughs> no, I, I'd lie actually if I uh, say I remember. I, I, yeah. I don't remember, but I think... Yeah. One stock that I remember that was there, it was an MTN stock. It was an MTN stock. Yeah, it was there. May I ask, what did you see in MTN there? Um, was this early? Yeah, look, I, I if I say I had a very proper strategy to invest <laughs> in MTN, I would lie to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd really lie to you. But I mm. think, you know, as, as an accountant, you kind of... um, you know, delve into the numbers a lot and try to mm. be smart about uh, revenue projections, earnings projections yeah. and all of that. And that's really what what perhaps I had in mind when I invested in MTN. And there was a lecturer that was, um, he was very, <laughs> he did evaluation on MTN, right? Yeah. And um, he, he, when he did evaluation, we were in first year. Yeah. By the time we got to honors, yeah. his value had... Um, he had like his value had converged to 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 become the value that he he think was gonna be in four years time. Interesting. So he was so proud of it to a point where you'd always bring it up in lectures, right? <laughs> it was an example for the valuation throughout the valuation lecture. Yeah. And you know the valuation lecture takes different parts, right? Yeah. There's discount, there's all of that. So he was making MT an example throughout all those wow. different parts. So from that, I I really loved to mm. kind of enter into the space and yeah. know more about it. I'd always read news every now and then in the morning. Fantastic. You know, and Fin24, it would be my, you know, everyday visit on the website sure, and stuff sure, like sure, that. Sure, so sure, sure. that's kind of, that kind of ignited the interest in, the, in, in, in investments. I see many parallels here, mate. Um, yeah. We both had a lecture yeah. who kind of like <laughs> assisted, played an assist, played a through pass for yeah. us. Um, and like, we also started young. Yeah. Um, and I'd actually like to just to deal with that. But how important is it to start off um, early, mm. uh, but also at the same time, not discounting if you've gone past the early stage, mm. it's never too late. Mm. Um, can you just speak a little bit about that? How is important? How important is it rather to actually start off early? Yeah, I mean, starting early, I think would be good, mm. particularly because one, we don't have enough money to... <laughs> To actually invest, right? Mm. So those little hundred bucks that you can put in into yeah. um, into a certain stock, and then you can add as and yeah. when you believe that yeah. um, you've you you know a company is going to to grow yeah. because really particularly what I think. I mean, we can delve into mm. the strategy on how to invest, but it's all about the the growth right mm. the growth that you see in the company so one i think it's very important to start early um bearing in mind that not everyone can afford to do that right mm. um but if you thinking about investing uh, and it's one of the areas that you've got very keen interest on mm. starting early is important yes. because you don't want to be sitting 
um, in a very, not late age, <laughs> mm. in a very later years and you're trying to pump in money to kind of grow that in the thing. It's yeah. a, pa- it's a, I think it's a patient game, right? Yes. That, that yes. you, you, you actually have a long-term view on things. Yep. So starting early, I think helps with building that capital to, sure. in order to, to, you know, have a significant stake on the business. Yeah. Um, it's good to to learn early when you're not busy because when you're young you've got so much you've got time not not so much time but you've got time to actually yeah. uh, really invest in it. Like hitting on the point of actually starting early, mm. the first ever AGM. Now, for those who are listening, uh, an AGM, an annual general meeting is what a company has yeah. uh, every year. Normally, a few months after the end of the year, financials have been released. Mm. They invite their shareholders. And they basically discuss the performance of the company. Yeah. Uh, the board of directors are there. The chairperson is there. Uh, the big shareholders are there. And they basically just discuss what happened. Mm. The first ever AGM I attended, I arrived late. <laughs> it was in Pretoria. Um, yeah. It was a company called Finbond. Mm. You know, the small, um, it's it's a it's a mutual bank. Mm. Um, yeah, so Finbond, they listed. And I uh, remember the share price was around about uh, three rand. Mm. So I bought a lot, I bought a lot, mm. you know, three rand. Mm. And when I arrived there, I saw a You're little really, girl. You were really into this thing. Even attending AGMs, <laughs> I, eh? I, I attend AGMs. <laughs> Mate, I promise you, like everyone that's going to that's gonna tune into the investment candle, of which mm. I hope there are many people that actually buy into this thing. Yeah. Um, I will tell them, and I'll tell them the story mm. um, to start early. Mm. So there, there was a little girl. She was around about five years old. Mm. I'm telling you right now, five years old. Mm. Um, she was not even old enough to go to grade one yet. Mm. But yet her parents purchased a three rand fin bond share mm. for this little girl. Mm. And because she was a shareholder, she was allowed in the room. She asked the chairperson of Finbond mm. questions. Mm. So can you only imagine that if you're five years old and you already have that experience of speaking to board chairs, mm. what's going to happen when you're 25 years old? Yeah. You know, just sticking at it, slowly but surely building up your portfolio. Just, mm. just to back up your point that it's very, very important. Yeah, to, no, I, I totally agree. To man. start, to start it's, young. It's, yeah. it's really, really important to to really start early. Like I said, um, it, it really builds that capital because yeah. one of the issues that people raise all the time is, I just don't have enough money to actually invest. Mm. And what will me buying one rand share yeah. make any difference, right? But one rand shares, if you you accumulate all the like in a year, huh. how many one rand space can you have, right? Yeah. And you you keep on building those, keep on building those, even though sometimes there won't be that capital gain per se, mm. but maybe some dividends will also you'll reinvest the dividends that comes in. Right? I, I want to stop you right there. Mm. Dividends. Mm. Uh, we're gonna get into it a little bit, but can you just explain what dividends? Yeah. What is dividends? So dividends is just money that um, companies are trying to return to shareholders as a reward for the capital nice. that they got. So in a nutshell, I think that's 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 what dividends is. So just by virtue of you actually having a share in, for example, company X, yeah, they declared they've had a phenomenal year. Mm. They need to have a good year. They need to be profits. They yes. need to be distributions in order for them to distribute, right? Yeah. So just by virtue of you having a share, mm qualifies you to actually earning a dividend. Yes. 
It's a but, fantastic way. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, it's not a it's not a guarantee. Thing. It's not. It's <laughs> this is not a repayment of loan, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's, it's 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 when the company believes that you know they've retained enough money to find future growth mm. and they feel you know they can reward their shareholders for the patience and sticking around with the business and then they return some money to shareholders pockets right yeah that's that's pretty much how, how i understand it so i would actually actually i would actually like us to deal with um the issue of what has been our best investments that we've ever made mm. Uh, I think that can be a cool story. Mine, one of them, one of my best <laughs> investments was actually a dividend investment. Is it? Um, it was Exaro. Uh, the, Exaro. the mining companies always yeah. pay huge dividends. They eh? pay huge dividends. I'm talking about well, my 10%. I'm talking about 11%, obviously pre-tax. Wow. wow. But I mean, like, if, if you do that in two consecutive financial years, mm. And remember now, the share price, post-dividend, it recovered fully mm. to what it actually was before Prior the dividend. the dividends, yeah. I mean, that's fantastic. That's a clean getaway. I'll call that a clean getaway. <laughs> <laughs> What's, what has been your, your best? In fact, give me your top two. Top two, top three yeah. best investments you've ever made. I think one, I made a lot of money through um, Sasol. <laughs> Mine also involves Sasol. You remember that uh, that time when Sasol went down? Hey? Yes, yes. Like that's, of course. That's, that's that's really the time when I I made um, some significant um, money on Sasol. Uh. I really added when it um, when when there was a, a slump on that share, not share price. I remember that. Um, yeah. I, Unforgettable, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it was really some proper money. Mm. Um, and um, another one is Capitec as well. Capitec. Yeah. yeah. Capitec. Uh, it really made made me some some really good money. Where did you um, catch it? it? Where did you catch it? And where did you sell? Or did you have you sold? Um, yeah, I've sold completely oh, out okay. of Capitec. <laughs> 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 I needed to take care of some few things. Then. <laughs> so I've sold out completely. Yeah. Um, but in that's in terms of money. Yeah. But in terms of being a phenomenal business that I think I can hold long term yeah shoprite interesting yeah shoprite has one of the best business model that yes it's easy to understand it's easy to follow and just in terms of being a retailer yeah those guys know how to be a retailer yeah they do like they do. it's it's one of the most impressive business in there it's impressive like i i i i just can't you know, I was a mm. I was um an analyst mm. um in 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 my asset management days. Yeah. Right. And I used to cover re, re, retail as well. Mm. But I used to get excited when I was asked to talk about ShopRite. Nice. It's, it was just such a, an amazing business, man. Mm. Like, I mean, I don't want to delve into the details. No, no, we know and, and and by like by no means we're giving financial advice. We're just explaining yes, we're our just stories. Explaining. Yeah. But that that business man, it's just amazing in terms of how they understand the supply chain yeah. of 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 100%. how they solve the problems and stuff like that and onto the sale and distribution side. Yeah. It's just amazing, man. It's it's, it's, it's just beautiful. an amazing. Business. No, it's beautiful. Like I think every single investment that you that you mentioned I've also got a, some sort of a run-in mm. uh, with Shoprite. I recently read um, Whitey Basson's biography. Yeah, uh, 
uh, called YT. Mm. And he explained basically how he built ShopRite from eight stores mm. to more than 200 stores. Yeah. Um, it's fantastic. It really is South African excellence, isn't is it? it? it it's, is. it's Africa's version of Walmart. Mm. Um, I agree. So you say that you're keeping, the, you want to keep the thing for long, for the long term. No, right? I'm saying I, 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 I will definitely, I'm, I still have some shares in that. Mm. Um, I'm definitely keeping that for long term. That's my long term investment. I, I think one of my strategy mm. um, is to think about what is the business that I can hold for long term. I, right? I hear you. I'm more of like a long term investor than I see. I see. than a. Um, you know, a trader, because I mean, people want to make quick gains. Mm. I, th I I think for me that that is a very difficult task to do. But over and above, I think yeah. I just wanted to find out, um, mm. like, what are other investment avenue that you have explored other than the shareholding, um, the shareholding and and shares and stocks and stuff like that. Well, okay, I'll be honest. Um, I've actually just dealt with uh, shareholding. Um, as far as the formal start, okay, yes, I did. Um, in fact, let me actually answer this thing properly. Mm. Um, shareholding, equities, mm. as well as ETFs. Mm. I remember I also held ETFs. Okay. Um, and for 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 our listeners and viewers, because mm. we've got a video here, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, ETFs are exchange exchange traded funds. funds. Yeah. So basically, it's like a basket of basket of shares. Mm which have been compressed into one financial instrument. Mm. So basically that's, that's like a, a beautiful explanation. Th that's th that's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we get stuck on yeah. the finance lingo yeah. to a point where, you know, yeah. you just explained it so well that <laughs> even if I didn't have finance background, yeah. I definitely would have understood that. Nah, excellent. It's like a lucky packet of shares, <laughs> uh, which obviously are weighted by how big they are mm. uh, individually. Mm. So for example, um, let's say the top 40, mm. whichever whichever issuer of, of the of the ETF mm. uh, it is, uh, top 40, it's going to be a top 40. Mm. It tracks an index. Mm. Okay. And that, that's what it does. So, And what um, is an index? How can I explain an index? Hmm. Bro, can you can you can you explain yeah, what so an index is? <laughs> a, a, an index is is, uh. is is one of um it's it's exactly like um like, like an ETF, mm. right? So it's 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 a group of stocks yeah. or shares yeah. or, or of companies yeah. where they're in a specific industry, like top mm. 40 yeah. by market capitalization. 100%. Uh say um, all share index that kind of includes all, all of share. them. Yeah. Um, Fini 15. Yeah. And like yeah. Um, it, it kind of follows a, a certain category. They yeah. group the shares yeah. into a certain category. Yes. That is what in. Um, See, this index. is the beauty about the investment candle. Like we're being shown the way. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Like I, I, I actually, I was thinking about it. Like, and how? I think, I think it's, it's a very, it's a very, Sorry to cut you, but yeah, I think yeah. the 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 index is a very low mm. risky environment, in my opinion. Yeah, it right? is, of course. It's it's kind of like a like a unit trust. It is. I hold a lot of unit trust, not yeah. a lot. Scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of my instead of putting money on a fixed deposit in a bank, right? Uh, yeah. I'd rather take my money on unit trusts, right? Yeah. Because I get exposed to the different um, investment instrument, right? Yeah. Because it's pooled money mm -hmm. that gets invested in different in investment instruments. Sure. That in debt, that's in equity, sure. that's in ETFs, that's in property, yeah. etc. Right. So I I, I hold that um, as my saving um, kind of. Um, I've um, got a question having, for you though. Yeah. 
So if you hold that as kind of like your savings wallet, yeah. rather than, I see it's it's safe, but does it beat the security of a fixed deposit? So the security of your money. Uh, and another one is fees. Mm. Very, very important. Yeah. How are the fees of the unit trust? Because normally my understanding is that there's going to be a manager, normally a person that actually f- uh, manages those that pool or yeah. that pool of funds. Yeah. And, you know, this person here lives in Camps Bay. Mm. They have very shiny <laughs> socks. They've got nice shoes. They drive a nice Mercedes Benz. They need those fees, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and, 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 and that, that's how they basically finance uh, that type of life. It's yeah. through fees. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on fees and also the security? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, obviously, I think fixed deposits in a bank, it's more secure than unit trust, mm. right? Mm-hmm. You don't get a, you don't stand a chance to lose mm. uh, your capital in in a, um, in in a, a fixed deposit, yeah, right? You correct. just put your money in there. Correct. You guaranteed the 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 interest mm. that tell you your money is locked up or, or for for a certain period, um, and that's it. You you know exactly what the gains and the 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 return on investment is going to be, right? But with unit trust, it's a completely different, right? Because that's investing. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the difference between saving and investing comes in. Because saving is, you're saving your capital, right? And your capital is guaranteed, your returns are defined, you know exactly what you're going to get. But, excuse me, with investing, mm. you stand a chance of losing your capital yeah, or portion of your capital. It's true. Right? It's true. Yeah. So um, the reason why I prefer um, unit trust is that they have a very high chance of beating um, inflation. Fantastic. Right? So that means that my money is actually growing in real terms, right? I'm not getting worse off because, I mean, if my investment is going to be 5% um, return and inflation right now, it's like 7 to 8%. Yes. It means that I'm losing out, you know? In fact, I think a more stark explanation of that, that what that means if you are not beating inflation, mm. literally, you are getting poorer. Yeah. Because the standards of living and costs of goods and services get higher. And if it doesn't meet that bar, then what does it mean? Mm. It means you're getting poorer. Exactly. So I think you, like, you, you, you hit an excellent point about beating inflation. And, and that is my message, basically, to anyone that wants to ask me about anything. It's not financial advice. Mm. Okay. Very, very important. Uh, but like, you it's know, just two mates chatting. Yeah. We, we, we just, <laughs> we just, our experience. We're just chatting. And you know, yeah. some family members just like, they want, they want to get your thoughts on that. Mm. And, and the first thing I tell them is that, is this thing, whatever you're going to be investing in, mm. it's legal. hopefully it's legal. <laughs> very, very important. Um, it must beat inflation. Yeah. I definitely. think like that is the bar. That is the thing that it must meet at least meet, mm. let alone beat. Mm. Yeah. At least meet. Yeah. No, just on your point on fees. I mean, obviously mm. the fees, um, yeah, they do eat into your money <laughs> and do. your returns. No, they do. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think it, it still gets to a point where it's better. Yeah. Like I said, investing is a very long-term game, yeah. in my opinion, right? You really need to be a patient investor when you when you even even in unit trust, they're a little bit low risky than the stocks that we were talking about. Yeah. Um, because you, you it's it's more diversified. Mm. You're not you're not exposed just to one company. Sure. And you it's managed by someone else. Um I guess it's 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 gonna talk to the difference between 
you know, an index following fund yeah. or an actively managed fund? What's the difference? There's big debates on that. that yeah. you know, yeah, we're going to get you, into all of that. You just follow the yeah. index or do you get them? I mean, we, we, we will delve into that in, we will. in, in later stages, yeah. but um, definitely um, your fees does eat into your money. But I think for me, mm. what I've seen so far, I still get better mm. returns than I would have just putting my money on fixed deposits. Fantastic. Um, Maybe let's talk about the platforms that we've used in terms the of platforms. Yeah. Very, very important. Um, so, okay, for me, I had a broker, mm. uh, but this was before. Fancy. No, 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 no. Like my dad knew what he was doing. Eh? Okay. He really, really did. Uh, and quite interestingly, yeah. Um, is it my first year or my second year? I forget. Um, mm. He actually sent me to varsity. I didn't I, like. I, I didn't have a scholarship. Yeah. I didn't have a bursary. Mm. Um, my parents uh, funded my studies. Wonderful. But how he funded his studies is actually quite inspirational. Mm. It's because of the dividends mm. that he had on MTN shares. Wonderful. Very interesting. Wonderful. Um, yeah. Like. Make that what you will, but that's how I got through. I think mm. was it first year or second year? It mm. was because of good investment in a good company, mm. um, and we saw the results of that. Mm. Uh, but getting getting to what you're asking, and that's about the different platforms. I had a broker, mm. uh, but there's this company uh, which launched this platform. Mm. Uh, called Easy Equities. Yes. Now I'm not doing an an advertisement <laughs> on their behalf. Yes. But yes. But as the name suggests. Mm. It really is easy. Yeah, it is definitely. So I like that angle to it. Um, mm. That's the one that I use. Um, even now, okay, a little bit of it now when I play around with it, um, and I use the word very, very loosely, play mm. around with it. Mm. It's investment is serious business, but it mm. also can be fun. Mm. Um, yeah, so I use that. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you as to why I actually use that. Mm. And also uh, uh, through my bank as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, they normally have stockbroking uh, services as yes. part of my banking package. Yeah. So so that I normally either switch between my broker, but that's for more serious, uh, more serious type investments such yeah. as my pension yeah. and retirement. Mm. Uh, but out of my just own retail uh, retail investment yeah. um, schemes, mm. uh, definitely easy equities. In fact, the best trade I've also made it mm. was through easy equities, and it was also uh, Sassol. <laughs> Interesting story. It made a lot of. Uh... Oh. A lot of money for many people. It's incredible. Like, mm. um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you won't mind me telling his story. And uh, my little brother By actually told means. his story. By all means. Um, we invested together. Mm. And we caught it at 34 Rand. It bottomed out at about 27 Rand. But yes. we caught it at 34 Rand. I caught it at 100 bucks. You caught it at 100. <laughs> we caught it at 30. <laughs> I caught it at 100 bucks. We man. caught it at 30. And we watched it ride all the way up to 120. Mm. All within a space mm. of four months. Incredible. Oh, so, um, yeah, that was my best investment. Uh, and, it, and it was made through Easy Equities. Mm. Um, uh, let me just get through the reason as to why Easy Equities is, is better, especially if you're starting off. Mm. If you are a novice investor, if you want to get into it, I think it's the best platform. Mm. So, number one, you get partial ownership of shares. Yeah. Very, very important. Meaning that you don't have to have the full, let's say, for example, company X costs 100 rand a share. Mm. You don't have to have 100 rand to own a piece of the 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 financial benefits of the movement of that shares. Mm. So you if you have 50 rand, if you own if you have 50 rand, you can invest mm. in that share mm. 
But obviously, it's gonna be you're not gonna be owning a full share, mm. which that takes away maybe your privilege of actually participating in an AGM. Yeah. But as far as performance is concerned, yeah. you have that. Mm. So that's the first one: partial ownership of shares. The mm. second one is fees. Mm. Very, very important. Fine prints. Mm. That's zero comma something percent. Very important. Very, very, <laughs> that thing can eat up into your capital gains. So yes. it's very, very important. Yeah. And I also like the fact that it was easy, man. It was mm. intuitive. Mm. Um, so things like that where. And there's also an educational element into it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. that's what I prefer. But you know, you you have to do it with with a broker. You can't just rock up there at the Johnny's Johnny's Big Stock Exchange mm. or the Cape Town Stock Exchange. Mm. Oh, and, there's a new one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's one here in Woodstock. Um, and there, there's a lot of companies that are actually doing secondary listing into. into it's, the, it's it's true. Yeah. It's true. They they they're definitely doing that. There's, if if I remember correctly, was Zarex? Was it later? Because I think there's one of the big. Big bank as well also listed on there. It's true. Uh, I remember there's a stock exchange that recently lost its license. I just forget the name of it. Yeah. But going back to the story, you can't just rock up there and on a stock exchange and say, "Can I please have um, 50 Nespas shares?" Yeah. Can't do that. You need to go via broker. <laughs> um, and then that's yeah. where these sort of platforms, or you can have a broker um, in your bank. You mm. can ask your bank if they have stockbroking services. Those mm. are the different platforms. What platforms do you use? Yeah, I think I use similar platforms. Mm. When I started, I was using my my bank app mm. um, at Standard Bank. Mm. Um, that's that's one of the the banks that I've used. Um, they had very nice um, mm. um, services in there. I got referred, and yeah. And um, I think for me, right now, in terms of my portfolio, personal yeah. portfolio, it's it's not um, it's not equity or slash stocks. Um, concentrated mm. it's it's more towards startups interesting <laughs> very very interesting. i know i know it's uh it's, it's it's just a game it's just a, a um a place where i think i i, I thrive well in mm. startups right mm. um it's a very risky environment to extremely invest. extremely risky oh. i've lost a couple of money and uh, I still want to do it again. <laughs> like, I still want to do it again. Yeah. You know why? Because I think that's where you can make a lot of influence, man, as an investor. Wow. As an angel investor, right? You're coming in, you a business is struggling with certain things, and then you can offer your valuable opinion. Yeah. And some of the experience. I mean, I've been in business, yes. and I'm an accountant, right? Um, so I can easily help the business in terms of tax compliance, in terms of all those things. It's that value add, right? Over wow. and above the money that I can put into a startup, right? I can help them set up a business in a way that it's more uh, a machine rather than uh, dependent on certain people. They have routines, they have organizational structure and stuff like that. And you know this. That's how auditing teaches us, right? It's Those true. control testing that we did. Trauma. <laughs> those control testing. The trauma. Um, and all those things, yeah. you know. I think for me, that's that's kind of the the platform that I really love to play in a lot than the stocks. I still love um, equities. Equities. But mm. I think right now I've had a, a huge interest in startups. Have you, know. you have you actually executed any investments in any startups? You don't have to give names. You can if you want, but um, yes, I have. You have. I have actually um, um, two, two, two of them. Yeah, I, I do hold two 
in, in two Head. startups. And like you're not a you're not a passive investor, you're an active investor. You in one I am an active investor because it's very early age. Yeah, yeah. Early stage. Yeah, yeah. But in one of the other one, it's it's not really too early stage. Mm. But um yeah. So I just put in my money and if they do want that value add, I'm always available to provide Bro, um, I'm not gonna lie to you. You are probably the busiest person in Cape Town. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> like not only what do you work in private equity? Yeah, you run your own um, uh, thriving NPO. Yes, and also you're an angel investor. Also, you're a property investor. Hopefully, you can speak a little bit about that as well. Yes, yes. Like, is there anything that you don't do? Just I, I, I don't understand. Like, this is the first time. Like, me and the listeners and the viewers. Yeah. This is the first time that we hear about you being an angel investor. I, yeah. I don't know this. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, yeah. I, I, I really love it. I think it's, um, it's one space where you can really make a very meaningful difference. Jeepers. Like a very meaningful difference because there's a lot of businesses out there mm. that. I mean, we've got connections, right? Because we we've worked in corporate. We know someone, someone else that can kind of help some of the supply chain issues that the business that we invested in can are currently facing. Yeah. Even just the mentorship, right? Yeah. We know someone that can help the, the entrepreneur to kind of, you know, solve some of the problems or even relax because entrepreneurs don't relax right they mm, always mm, on the mm, path right mm, mm, and mm. yeah um those are some of the things that you know um really gives me that burning desire to continue to play in that space fantastic mm. bro now we need you south africa needs you the world needs you <laughs> i don't have a big balance in the <laughs> like listen like listen uh, like after this i will give you a few numbers i need you to call a few entrepreneurs they need the capital injection uh please be an angel <laughs> but one of yeah. the things that we've done with a couple mm. of my friends like you said the mm. property side yeah um so we came together with a couple of friends and then we pulled money together mm. i've seen this in my cycle a lot right you've got friends that come together and say you know yeah um let's pull money together mm. and let's buy property all right that works but there's certain downside on that right and obviously properties as well uh, in my opinion or well, what i've seen is that the the capital gain has not been that much right um you've got um property prices that have been on the downfall Jeez. or even flats right yeah. um because there's just a lot of supply i mean look at what baldwin is doing yes right yes. buying an apartment is no longer that rare thing right it's mm. it's just properties everywhere it's right everywhere. and obviously the 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 pricing kind of like stays flat when you've got greater like supply like a large yeah. amount of supply no, of it's like supply and demand basic economics. yes yeah so a couple of things is that and also the fact that um because people want to buy a lot of properties in a short space of time, yeah, they end up having a lot of people in that property stock fell or property uh, fund that they're trying to raise, and that causes a lot of issues. So the way where the benefits, because if you're talking about the lack of capital gains, mm. if you combine that mm. with the interest rates hike that we've seen, like as if they're never going to end. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't uh, think we are in the. We're the in the end, we, but cycle. we're gonna chat um, in 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 our later uh, later episodes about interest rates. Yeah, but you you combine the lack of capital gains also with very high um, interest rates. Mm. What's the point? Yeah, I think like I said, it's a long term game. Mm. One, it's a long term game. 
And two, you, you've you got, if you're 10 in investment annually, like those rentals that are coming in yeah. and you're able to have like a long-term lease of like 12 months to 24 months, et cetera, that kind of makes sense, right? Mm. Um, I think when you're investing in properties, don't expect a um, 100% capital gain. We're no longer in the 1970s <laughs> and 1980s where there isn't enough property and everyone is trying to move into, sure. into that space. Different right? time, yeah. Different times, we've got huge supply. So that's kind of um, of that. So if that rental kind of makes sense, mm. and obviously properties do have some benefits. I mean, depends on how you structure the the legalities of your arrangement with yeah. your core investors, right? Yeah. We, If you put it in a company and you do a dividend of about 75% of your earnings, total net earnings, yes, 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 there's yes. a tax benefit on that. Oh. Yes, right, so yes. that whole seventy-five percent of distribution, yeah, it's um, deductible on Fantastic. your. Fantastic, but this, this, this is for real estate investment trust. This yeah? for real estate, yeah. You yes. just have you you have to have a read. I mean, there's certain requirements that you need to you meet, do. You do. but that's the benefit. That's the tax benefit. I remember, well. I remember, I I used to own shares in a company which is teetering on. Mm on collapse it's, it's it's a miracle that it's still surviving even now it's a real it's it, it, it just to be a professional landlord mm. that's a real estate investment trust mm. and and man i i got burnt eh? uh, it was terrible <laughs> and i think since then it hasn't been i haven't had good experience with, with properties any, with, with anything that's related to property mm. up until i arrived in cape town yeah okay uh that's when i saw miracles <laughs> I stay in Seapoint and yeah. and the stuff that I'm seeing there, especially mm. in the short term. Mm. I know like there is emphasis over the long term, mm. but the short term gains and the short term strategies and people how people are, are, are positioning their property, mm. they purchase the property, mm. but then they put it on Airbnb. Mm. They put it on Bookings.com. But I mean, it makes sense. It's a holiday destination, right? Yeah. So you've got a, an influx of tourists that are coming from different areas, right? Mate, I promise you, like rentals mm. during the year. It can be, let's say, for example, it's an apartment. It can be a thousand rand, mm. right? Mm. In December, it goes up to five thousand rand. Yes. yes, and this is over the short term. Yes, you're saying that it makes sense, yeah? Yeah, it does make sense. I mean, you've got a, especially during summer time, right? Yeah. You've got a lot of people that are coming through in Cape Town. Mm. I mean, if you stay in Cape Town until like mid-December, yeah, you'll see how packed it is. It's packed. The traffic doesn't doesn't move on the on the N1 and the N2 yeah, because people still want to come. You go to the beach, there's no space. <laughs> right? And and, yeah. and also what's interesting about Cape Town is that throughout the year mm. there's always tourists. Always. Always like it's just fascinate me. Like you could go to the beach on a Tuesday mm. and then you'll find the beach with so many people. Yeah. Not packed but still people. A lot of people. And that just fascinates me. It's crazy. I'm just crazy. like, okay, this means that this person is here. Mm -hmm. They've got accommodation. They've hired accommodation, mm. which means someone somewhere is earning that money. Mm. Um, they're obviously going to buy some uh, souvenir when they leave. So it means that some businesses are getting that. Yeah. They're going to be eating, yeah. which means restaurants are gaining on yeah. that and all yeah. of that. So it's just, we've got that holiday, um, what's the thing? Culture in Cape Town. It's true. 
So the, obviously, I think that's why Airbnb kind of strives. Yeah, it does. I don't know the st- the stats, but I yeah. I think they they probably do. There's a there's a there's a friend of mine as well was telling me about the same thing that he mm. he decided not to rent out his property for long term lease yeah. and put it on Airbnb. He made a decent money to do the same thing to go on holiday. I, I would do, and especially for me because I'm I'm, I'm quite skittish when it comes to property. Mm. I would like to position myself more of a short-term player, mm. um, especially because I don't have the the patience mm. uh, like you do. <laughs> when it comes to property, no, I, 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 I must I must say it, it's when becomes when, when it comes to property, but yeah. when it comes to equity, something that I feel a little bit more comfortable with. Yeah. That's when my patience starts expanding a little bit more. But you know, as you were speaking about um, foreign mm. uh, foreign internationals, foreign nationals rather, mm. um, how they come into Cape Town. It just got me thinking about inflation. Mm. Um, yeah, it's almost as if we're importing inflation. Yeah, prices rocket, skyrocket. Yeah, but um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't want to um, um, give away too much content for now. Mm. Uh, I think we're going to speak about inflation a little bit deeper. Yeah, uh, in our future episodes. But, Definitely. But, okay. Yeah, I do have some couple of questions that I prepared. Cool. I didn't send this to you last night, so you that didn't. you don't. It's so that it can be on the spot, you know. Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. But wait, wait. Before you ask it, yeah, I'm also gonna ask them to you. Yeah. Is that okay? Period. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um. Your top five stocks at the moment. Jeepers. Um. Mm, 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 mm. This is complex. You you you, 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 you want this to be a quick fire? Yeah, just the quick fire. I mean, in terms of the strategy <laughs> yeah, on, on yeah. how you you chose them, yeah, we'll discuss no, that fine. on later episode. But I mean, just your top. Okay, let me rephrase that. Mm. Your top five all time stocks: Capitec, mm-hmm. Sasol, yeah, Naspers, Naspers, mm-hmm. uh, Shoprite, Shoprite, yeah, Centova. Santova. Santova. Santova is the logistics logistics company. In mm. fact, an honorable That's mention. It's very there. diverse. <laughs> very, very, it's, it's very diverse. I, I, I like yeah. the diversity, but it's quite interesting. Um, a lady um, mm. whom I know um, who also does not have investment background, she actually yeah. introduced me to this company. Okay. Um, absolutely fantastic. But that's a story for another day. Yeah, okay. um, so yeah, that's my top five. What's your top five? Yeah. No, I think just on that point in terms mm. of introduction, I think I would, what I do is that I'll never invest in, in a company that I don't understand. Yes. Doesn't matter how the value attractive it is. Yeah. But if I don't understand the business model, I'll never invest. hundred percent. But okay, cool. Mm-hmm. My top five stocks. Yeah. Number one, Richmond. Richmond. Oh my <laughs> word. I forgot about Richmond. I, 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 I know some of the board members in Richmond. Is it? Ooh. Okay. If, they, if they're Rich- listening to this, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. I love, I love Richmond. Richmond. Anyway. Yeah. ShopRite. Yeah. Um, Capitech. Uh huh. Um, what's the fourth one? Um, Nespers. Nespers. Yeah. Um, and the fifth one is um. Mm, mm. What's this mining company? Mining. Mm. That's interesting. You mentioned mining. Yeah. Wait. Okay. So what? What, what do they mine? No. 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 I. I I'm 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 thinking about the name. Mm. Mm. I forgot what the name is, but one of the mining companies is on the P PGM. Um, in, oh, in, in oh PGM is it is it the Spanye? Not Spanye Not Suvanya. I like Suvanya. Um, yeah. 
but um, I'm a big fan of their manager, the manager, <laughs> the CEO. Is it? I'm a big fan. Yeah. No nonsense. <laughs> no nonsense type of guy. I I I don't know quite well. Is he is he is he new? Neil. 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 Neil, Neil Fruman. Hmm. I think he's still the CEO. Um, okay. But yeah, now he's the guy that basically got Spanger off the ground hmm. from the when they defected from uh, Goldfields. Hmm. Build up yes, Spanger. Goldfields. It's Goldfields. Yes, Goldfields. Very, very interesting. Yeah. I had a loose, loose relationship with the former CEO. Mm. I was friends with his son. We went to the same school. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, it I've seen, I think it's seen better days. Um, but it, my opinion, my opinion, my, my, <laughs> my opinion. No, because I mean, yeah. we'll talk about the strategy, but I think yeah. the gold side of it, right? Yeah. It's one of, it's, it's a hedging um, mm. industry for me, right? Okay. During turbulence and market uh, volatility, safe haven. it's always like a safe haven. Yeah. Um, especially in high interest row zone and yeah. stuff like that. That's kind of the space where I kind of like revert to. Yeah. But we'll talk about how to manage portfolio. Yes, yes. We're going to get into all and, of that. But um, this is interesting, man. This was fun. I'm excited about this. This was fun. I enjoyed huh? it. And I'm hoping that our listeners and our viewers uh, can tune in and can learn and can engage. Um, mm. We're going to get our social media going as well mm. uh, so that we can get better engagement mm. and actually, yeah, just grow, man. Like this thing must grow. I mean, I come from a tech environment. It's all about <laughs> scaling. So even in the investment candle, uh, we, yeah. yeah, now we're going to put our back into it. Mm-hmm. We're going to scale it. Mm-hmm. Um, the far further it goes, the better it is. Mm. Um, so I'm very, very excited. And, I'm yeah. very excited. I think there's, there, there's going to be a point where I want to kind of pose a challenge to to kind of us listeners or subscribers, um, mm. etc. Mm. Um, to kind of you know, we should have a guy that or not a guy. We should have someone. Yeah. If they are a follower, and then the challenge is to if your portfolio grows much faster than anybody else, there should yeah. be a price. Hundred percent. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that, that. That that I think would be very inspiring in terms of the discussion because at the end of the day, mm. what we want to do is to kind of normalize yeah. the culture of investing. Right? 100%. And kind of, it's in the name, investment candle. We're just lighting that candle for everyone yeah. to kind of have the light so that when we light this candle, that candle can go and light another in the street. Flipping fantastic. All I right. I'm for that. Is Love that it. good? It's fantastic. <laughs> it's awesome, man. It's awesome. This gets me excited. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it really, really does. And I'm hoping it can get a lot of people excited as well. Okay. Yeah. What's our outro? We just say, Cheers. Bye-bye. Ciao. (laughs) Thank you so much.